Welcome to Open Line with Dr. Michael Adelman and Moody Radio's Bible Study Across America. You can tell I'm not Dr. Michael Bradelnik. I'm Chris Fabry, and today I'm moving from my backyard fence to the radio kitchen table. Oh, it feels good here. And I'm excited about that because we're going to open the phone lines in this hour to hear from you about an important biblical topic, a topic that I think vexes a lot of, a lot of Christians, a lot of believers, prayer. How's your prayer life? I don't know that I've ever met anyone who has said, boy, my prayer life is better than ever. It's just going gangbusters. We all struggle. So let's talk about resurrecting a dead prayer life. And since next week is Thanksgiving, let's talk about how to go into that holiday with a heart of gratitude. Let me thank uh, Bob and Tricia and Lynn. Pappy brought donuts as big as Tricia's hand today. Thank you, Pappy. Dr. Bill Thrasher will be with us in this hour, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. But first, Chris, where, why, why did they let you out of the back fence? Um, I'll tell you that in a moment. But if you have a question about prayer or a comment about prayer, about Thanksgiving, maybe there's something going on in your life and you say, you know, th- this is what's vexing me today. Here's the number. You probably have it programmed in your phone, 877-548-3675, 877-548-3675. You can also send us your question at our website or your comment, openlineradio.org. Look for the Ask Michael a Question form. Fill it out right there. And we'll hopefully get to the mailbag a little later in the hour, too. Keep your Bibles open. Get a second cup of coffee because we're going to talk about prayer. So where's Michael? Why is Chris here? I was in the studio with Dr. Radelnik in early October, and he came up to me and he said, uh, hey, he leaned close. He usually doesn't lean that close. He said, hey, I'm going, to, I'm going in for surgery November 7th. And he told me what the doctors said. And quickly he said, I'm going to be fine. I just wanted you to know. I'll be back on the program, you know, in a week or two after the surgery. So we were praying for him all during that time. And he had the surgery 11 days ago. And it went well. But there were some post-op complications. And the doctor said, Michael, you need to rest. You need to go into a different gear, Dr. Radelnik. So... Michael is listening to that advice, and he's taken the rest of November and all of December to rest and recuperate and rejuvenate. So the plan is early in January for him to return to the microphone. And between now and then, he told me yesterday, he told me the lineup, the biblical pinch hitters. And you're you're going to enjoy the weeks between now and the end of the year But I said to Michael yesterday, this is a family that you have cultivated here on on Saturday mornings. They care about you. They want to know what's going on with you. So now you know. He had surgery. The doctor said, rest. Don't do this radio thing. And he's got a lot of other things that he needs to let go of, too, in the next few weeks before the end of the year. But one thing I thought we could do here at the start of the hour is to pray for him And I'll introduce Dr. Thrasher more formally in just a minute. Dr. Thrasher, why don't you come in here and just lead us in a prayer for Dr. Radelnik today? That would be my delight. Lord, we join with many, many uh, hundreds and thousands of people who know and love Dr. Radelnik. We thank you for how you've used him over these years in a special, special way of how you're using him at this present time. 
Lord, in very significant leadership at the school, uh, Lord, in very significant ministry beyond Moody and also in radio uh, throughout this world. And so, Father, we come in united faith, thanking you, ask you to overwhelm him with your love today, almighty God. God, that he would see and even be able to take the gift of a little rest and refreshment. And we pray that the ministry on the other side would be more fruitful and more vigorous than ever. In fact, we pray that prayer, that, that verse that my wife and I have inscribed in our wedding rings, the reference, Philippians 1, 9 through 11. We pray that Michael's and his dear wife, Lord, that their love for you and others would abound more and more in knowledge and discernment. And of all the opportunities that they have coming at them, they would know how to make the best choices in the words of your scriptures to approve the things that are excellent, the most excellent ways to express their love for you and others. And that one day when they do stand before you, Lord Jesus, uh, they would be sincere and blameless in the day of Christ. So that is our prayer, dear God, that not just I pray, but, but countless hundreds of others are agreeing with me as we lay that before you. And we lay it before your throne of grace and pray like Solomon did, that you would never forget it. Remember it day and night. And, and answer it as each day requires, as he says. So we ask this in your wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so here's what I want you to do, folks. Get a piece of paper. Get a, I have a four by six card. And write these verses down. There are going to be some verses that you're going to say, I want to pray that. Because Dr. Thrasher just prayed Philippians 1, 9 to 11. And I pray this, that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment so that you can approve the things that are superior and can be pure and blameless in the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Philippians 1, 9 to 11. Back on November 1st, I was going through 3 John I think I was in a hurry, Dr. Thrasher. It's only, it's only one page. So, <laughs> and in the very top of this, uh, there is this prayer that John, as he's writing to this uh, friend, Gaius, and I texted this to Michael. I took a picture of it and I said, I'm praying this for you. And here it is. I'm praying the Gaius prayer to my dear friend, Gaius, G-A-I-U-S. I love you in the truth. Dear friend, I pray that you may prosper in every way and be in good health physically, just as you are spiritually. Mm. That was my prayer for Michael. And, and he said, boy, that meant a whole lot. Thank you for sending that. It was just before the, the surgery that he went through. So here's what I want to ask you. What's your prayer for Michael from the scriptures? What verse would you choose to pray over your kitchen table friend today? And perhaps from those verses, someone else may be given an idea for what specifically to pray for somebody in their life. Here's the number, 877-548-3675. Or if you have a question about prayer or if Thanksgiving is coming up and there's somebody at the table and you just can't stand them and <laughs> you want to know how to deal with that, we'll, we'll take your questions. But I really want to hear the verse that you're praying uh, specifically for Michael and then for others, 877-548-3675. Now, here's the uh, the better introduction to Dr. Thrasher than just saying, hey, would you pray for us? He's an author, graduate professor of Bible and theology at Moody Theological Seminary. He speaks around the country at churches and retreats. He's written a number of books. We're going to focus on two of them in this hour, How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life that just came out uh, recently, 
and then putting God back in the holidays. You can find them at the website, openlineradio.org. But you really believe that there is power in prayer. This is not just something that we do because we're told to do it. Right, Dr. Thrasher? Absolutely. It's how God accomplishes his work. Uh, When God wants to do something, he puts a prayer burden on somebody's heart. And as that person prays in response to what God has put on their heart, that's what sets the work of God in motion. Um, The Moody Bible Institute, the land that that this broadcast is coming out from, one day D.L. Moody felt prompted to get on his knees and say, God, give me this land for my school. That was hundreds of years ago. And what? We, We sit on that property. Uh, so God works through prayer. God works through prayer. So we, we, we here as a radio community, we say, God, what do you want us to believe you for today? Even for our dear friend, Michael. And so that's a great thank you for that wonderful idea of, of making that a significant part of this hour. And we appreciate that, Chris. Yeah, and I even think that there could be someone who's listening who say, you know, there's a a little area. If you go to the website and you give a gift to OpenLine at OpenLineRadio.org, there's a place where you can say something to Michael and Tricia and others who work behind the scenes. So if you want to do that, you want to give a gift and say, here's the, I think that would be a great thing to do today. Here's what I'm praying for you, Michael. Thank you for your ministry. You want to, you want to uh, give a a gift in honor of that. Boy, that'd be great uh, for today. And, and one other question before we take a break, and that is, you think that Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is not just another day or a, uh, another holiday that we have, and it's not Turkey Day. There's right. something that is going on here in our country and in our homes, right? Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a significant part of the heritage of our nation. In my book, uh, I put in there, you know, in the chapter on Thanksgiving, the idea of Lincoln's proclamation, Abraham Lincoln's proclamation, as well as George Washington's proclamation, you know, declaring a day of Thanksgiving. It's a significant part of our heritage. And Thanksgiving and praise is one of the most significant weapons in our spiritual warfare. Uh, God inhabits the praises of his people. And so we can talk about that. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a very, very significant spiritual dynamic. And so... Uh, you know, at cultivating a heart of, and we can talk about how to cultivate a heart of gratitude. Uh, it's not something that the flesh works up. It's a work of God's spirit. Uh, being After he talks about being filled with the spirit, he talks about the fruit of that in Ephesians 5. One of them is giving thanks in all things. How do we give thanks in all things? I give even a, a seven-day uh, sort of exercise that anybody can go through, even if it's not seven consecutive days, but just it's the idea of just a different emphasis each day in cultivating that heart of Thanksgiving. I went through that in my own life recently. And uh, and so anyhow, we're, we're grateful. And, and we know that the holidays can be a special battle too. That's why I wrote the book, not to give somebody 10 more things to do on every holiday. I would hate that kind of book. Uh, I give suggestions, but it's the idea that Christ wants to enter into your holiday, your Thanksgiving, your Christmas, because it's a special, special battle. Um, obviously, because really there's a spiritual focus to each holiday. We've so secularized them, but God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. So Thanksgiving really is about him uh, and the gift he wants to give and he has given. Well, we have given you two uh, portions of scripture, Philippians 1, 9 to 11, and then 3 John, the first two verses 
to pray. We're praying about Michael and somebody else in your life. What about you? 877-548-3675. 1-877-548-3675. Tell me the, the scripture that you're praying for, Dr. Radelnik, as we take this uh, break. This is Open Line with Dr. Michael Radelnik, Moody Radio's Bible study across America. Call us now, 877-548-3675. The recent Hamas attack in Israel and the surge of anti-Semitism in the U.S. and around the world might cause us to wonder where God is in all this. It's crucial to remember that God loves the Jewish people and truly does have a plan for them. That's why Chosen People Ministries, an organization that brings the good news to Jewish people around the world and also partners with Moody Radio to bring you Open Line, is offering a new booklet titled God's Plan and Purposes for the Jewish People and written by Chosen People President Mitch Glazer. This booklet unpacks what the Bible has to say about God's choice of Israel and its significance. It will grow your care and concern for the Jewish people as you see God's heart for them. It's yours free. Just go to OpenLineRadio.org, scroll down to the link that says A Free Gift from Chosen People Ministries. Click on that and you'll be taken to a page where you can sign up for your free copy of God's Plan and Purposes for the Jewish People. Go to OpenLineRadio.org. This is Open Line with Dr. Michael Radelnik, Moody Radio's Bible study across America. I'm Chris Fabry in for Dr. Radelnik. Dr. Bill Thrasher of Moody Theological Seminary is with us. We're talking about prayer today. The number is 877-548-3675. And Linda is in Illinois. Linda, why did you call today? Hi, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Michael, Eva, Trish, all very special people to me. Michael prayed for me five years ago when I was sick on this show. And I was fortunate enough to travel to Israel with the three of them in June. And I was actually baptized by Michael in the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> and I would just love to um, share my prayer for him. It's Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And I pray for courage and comfort and, and complete healing for Michael. He's such a great teacher. Amen. And you have that personal connection, Linda. What I said about family, you really feel that about all the people that you're talking about, right? Amen. Oh, I do. Um, that trip was so special to me. It, I was so blessed to be able to go, um, you know, a once in a lifetime chance. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I learned so much. I've joked that I should have got four credit hours for going on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because, oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, between thank you not only between Michael Linda, and Eva. For, yeah. Thank you not only for you know the verse, but for actually praying that for him. But what else did you yeah. want to say? Oh, just I I was blessed by the people, my fellow travelers, and and all the people that were on that trip. And I listen to Open Line every Saturday, 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I will just pray for complete healing for him. Amen. God thank bless you, your friend. Thank you. Our, Dr. Thrasher, what do you say about that? I just wanted to thank you for that. And I praise God that for just the answer to prayer five years ago, that she is, Linda's doing well. And we appreciate her grateful heart and uh, the outpouring of our heart for, for Michael and Eva. That means a lot. Thank you. That was very encouraging. Yeah. Okay. So, but I have to, as the, as the student of the Bible, I have to jump in there and ask, now, does that mean anything that I ask for that I want, you know, I don't want a new car and I want a, you know, a, a horse that, you know, is, is a race horse that'll win or whatever, all the things you pray and ask for, believe that you have received them and you will have them. There's also a danger in misinterpreting that, isn't there? Yes, yes, there certainly is. God loves us too much to let us be the Lord of our life. Um, he, he says, uh, our, our posture as we get before the Lord, he's the master and we're the servant. And I think certainly she prayed in faith for what I believe was God's will. Well, if we ask anything according to God's will, he hears us. We know he hears us. We know we have the request of death from him. So our posture when we come before God is, Lord, what do you want me to trust you for? I'm your servant. Uh, now you, you, you say, God, I commit my desires to you and God, you show me if I'm praying wrongly. Uh, I agreed with, with, with her prayers and I pray that she's praying correctly. Um, but you know, that's the posture when apostle Paul prayed, Lord, remove this thorn in the flesh. He wanted that. Sometimes God knows there's a greater thing he wants to do for us. And so he does, he says no to that, to do the greater thing. In the Apostle Paul's life, see, it's God's spirit. He sometimes can intercede for us, those groanings too deep for words when we don't know how to pray as we ought. And so sometimes there's a greater desire we have. And Paul's greater desire is, Lord, I want to know your grace and your power to the greatest possible extent. So he did not remove the thorn in the flesh in order to give him that greater grace. And so we praise God for that. We thank you. We can leave our prayers in the hands of a good God. Um, and so, but Paul continued to pray. He had this desire and he laid it before the Lord. Lord, I pray I come to Rome. I could come to Rome. He kept laying that before the Lord. And, uh, and you know, eventually he got that. He prayed he'd go to Rome in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. He got to Rome, of course, in chains as a prisoner. So sometimes the fullness of the blessing of Christ may look different, but God is a good God. We can trust him. We never, his will is good, acceptable, perfect. So his will is what's best. I like that definition. God's will is exactly what you would desire if you knew all the facts. This side of heaven, we never know all the facts, but we leave it to the one who does. Well, even Jesus prayed, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but yours. So, Linda, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mark 11, 24. Here's uh, Rebecca in Ohio. Rebecca, tell me the verses that that you picked. Yeah, hi, Chris. Um, I will be praying Colossians, uh, the first part, 315, for Michael. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. I think mm-hmm. just with everything going on in the world, and especially if you've had yeah. any medical procedure, there's always a little bit of underlying anxiety. And I pray that for everyone that I love every night. And uh, we know that peace can only come from the Prince of Peace. So um, I'll be praying that strongly for Michael here in the coming days. Yes, for him, for Eva, for the family, for everybody. I I love it. What do you think, Dr. Thrasher? I think that's a beautiful prayer. Peace is a great, great gift of God. Our precious Lord was, he was about to leave and his his disciples were troubled. He said, my peace I leave with you, not as the world gives goodbye to you. Um, And so that's a great gift. It's a peace that sustained Jesus. Uh, 
Jesus woke up every day and knowing there was going to be a plot to kill him, but he had peace. And so he obviously has learned some lessons I haven't learned, but I want to learn from him. And we pray God would flood um, Michael and Eva's heart with peace and all those that care about him. And uh, we look forward to seeing him soon. Okay, so Michael told me yesterday on the phone, he said, I won't make this about me. <laughs> so, no. Michael, if you're listening, uh, I'm making it about you, but it's not about you because this right. is so encouraging. We've heard it, Colossians 3.15. Imagine the people who are listening today are praying that for Michael, but also yeah. praying that for themselves, for right. somebody that they love. Uh, and, and let's, Rebecca, thank you. Let's go to Joy in Minnesota. Joy, why did you call today? Well, a, a verse that's helped me when I've gone through um, different medical things is Isaiah 43, 2. I will be mm. with you when you pass through the waters and when you pass through the rivers. They will not overwhelm you. You will not be scorched when you walk through the fire and the flame will not Amen. burn you. Amen. Amen. Love it. What do you think, Dr. Thrasher? Well, I think that's a promise. It certainly has a specific context, but I certainly think there's an eternal truth in that. It's our precious Lord took the curse upon him when he died. My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? To give us the blessing, I will never leave you, never forsake you. And so uh, we pray God's everywhere, but the apostle Paul prayed the Lord would be with you. He meant by this, what? That God would be there in his ungrieved, unquenched spirit. And we pray that that, that wonderful presence would rest upon each one of our listeners in a special way pun Mike and Eva now, that the nearness of God is our good, the psalmist says, and we pray it would be there. So we thank our listener for 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 giving us this verse. We appreciate that very much. Joy, thank you for taking the time to call today. And uh, I, we had a, a caller who asked the question who's not on the line, but let me ask you this because there's probably somebody who feels the very same way that he does. He said, I find prayer to be difficult because of psychology that we learn Mm -hmm. something works when we get immediate response. Prayer, often we don't get that immediate answer, so we feel like it doesn't work. So if somebody's struggling in prayer because of that, what do you say? Well, I think there's a, a lot of lot of life like that. You know, I know I have, used to have a colleague who said he liked to mow the grass because the end of the hour he could see what he accomplished. A lot of life's not like that. A lot of ministry is not like that. Most of ministry is not like that. But I do find that the, in that long prayer of First Kings eight, um, when Solomon, the last part of it, he says, "May this prayer be near to you." day and night, that you may answer that it's each day requires. I think if we lay up things at the throne of grace, he doesn't forget them. We may. He doesn't forget them. And they're in the hands of somebody who can do something about it. And they're in the hands of ones who cares more about it than we do, more powerful than we are. And so, uh, no, it's not always immediate, but what God works in his perfect timing, in his perfect will. And so um, we find great peace in what? Uh, Casting our cares upon him. In fact, uh, we say that to all of our listeners even now, you know, if there's anything, anything between us and obeying that command to cast all our cares upon him because he cares for us. Uh, and once again, there's where Thanksgiving can be a great help. You know, when he tells us to cast our cares upon him, don't be anxious, but he says, but pray about it and ask me what you want me to do about it. But don't forget to thank me. You see, when you just pray and petition, we can get more wrapped up in the concern than in God. It's Thanksgiving that lifts our heart to God. 
And so we desire that for our listeners today. We desire that for Michael in even a special, special way. But we desire that for all of our listeners. And, and, and they would say the same thing. If there's anything that's pressing upon you and the world's full of all kinds of cares, God, would you give us the grace to fully obey your wonderful command to be anxious for nothing but cast all our cares upon you. I need that. And Thanksgiving is a powerful weapon in doing that. Yes. Uh, let me see if I can squeeze Jim in here from Nashville before our break. Jim, why did you call today? Uh, I was uh, in the hospital with surgery a, a year ago next week, so uh, I've mm-hmm. been there. Uh, but uh, the the verse that uh, uh, to pray I thought was Ephesians one fifteen through seventeen. Mm-hmm. For this reason, I too having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks to you while making mention for you in my prayers that the Lord, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of him. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jim, I'm so glad that you called today. And if you're just tuning in and you're saying, what in the world are you doing there? There's where's Dr. Redelnik? I'm Chris Fabry sitting in for Dr. Redelnik. He was told not long ago, you need to rest, Michael, after the surgery that he had. And that's what we listen to the doctor. So we're asking you to call with your prayer, with the verse that you're praying for Dr. Redelnik and then others who may be going through some situation. Uh, If you go to openlineradio.org, you can find out more, how you can participate. The mailbag segment is coming up next. Each week on Open Line with me, Dr. Michael Rydelnik, we sit around our radio kitchen table and study the scriptures together. You can become a kitchen table partner by supporting Open Line each month. As a benefit to becoming a partner, you'll receive a bi-weekly email called a Bible study moment where I'll share Bible study tips, answer some common Bible questions, and encourage you in your spiritual walk. Become a kitchen table partner today. Call 888-644-7122 or go to openlineradio.org. We're so glad that FEBC partners with Open Line with Dr. Michael Rydelnik, bringing the FEBC mailbag every week. Learn how Far East Broadcasting Company is taking Christ to the world at febc.org. On their weekly podcast, Until All I've Heard with Ed Cannon, you'll hear stories of lives changed by Messiah all across the globe. Again, you can hear the podcast when you visit febc.org. That's febc.org. Open Line with Dr. Michael Rodelnik, Moody Radio's Bible Study Across America. I'm Chris Fabry, pleased to sit in for Dr. Rodelnik this morning, and uh, we're getting some questions. Wait a minute, I didn't hear what happened. Why isn't Michael here again? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, slow this down <laughs> and, and condense it. Michael had surgery 11 days ago, went well. There were some post-op complications. And the doctor said, Michael, you need to take some time off. Stop doing all everything you're doing. And so he's listening to their advice and he's taking the rest of November and all of December to rest and recuperate. We'll be back. The plan is we'll be back in January, early in January, probably the first Saturday. You're not going to hold him back. <laughs> He'll be back early in January. And between now and then, 
we have a biblical pinch hitters that are coming in. And I get to be one today with Dr. Bill Thrasher, and we're talking about prayer. We're asking you specifically how, what verse you would pray for Dr. Radelnik and his situation, and then superimpose that over in your own life. Number of verses that we've had uh, so far, and we'll get to more. But first, it's the mailbag. Trisha is here. See, uh, you t- uh, Michael calls you Trish. I can't call <laughs> you does. Trish. You're not Trish to me. You're no. a Trisha. <laughs> I know. So I'm going to stick with the Trisha construction. And why don't you give us a mailbag? But I am there. the same person. So, you know, that's fine. <laughs> So the mailbag question I have from an anonymous listener um, is saved um, and feel and has been battling some spiritual battles, especially when they pray. Um, and so they're just wondering if, if in prayer, if it should be feeling. Um, initially, the listener said they felt the Holy Spirit and they were just filled with joy, hope, happiness felt a little more shielded from sin, but then had some things happen um, and and now have these doubts kind of triggering their life and their prayer life as well. So how do you how do you deal with doubt and guilt when you're praying mm. and worried that you've prayed wrong or incorrectly? Yes. Dr. Thrasher, what do you think? And I don't hear Dr. Yeah. Thrasher. Oh, there he is. Okay. Start again, Dr. Thrasher. Yeah, I just say that God wants to enter into our battles. We are in a, we are in a battle, and you see that in regard to that. The uh, scripture says to stand firm, be strong in the strength of his might, to stand firm in the evil day. There are those evil days that are very, very difficult. And so we pray for this anonymous, that God would put hope in their life. You know, script, Jesus uh, tells us this. Remember, you said to Peter, I prayed for you that your faith would not fail. Satan's demanded as if you like faith. Wait, what? As if you like wheat. There in Luke 22. See, you see, our faith is attacked. Um, Paul said to the Thessalonian Christians, I came to find out about your faith, lest the tempter having tempted you. Um, God wants to, part of being strong in the Lord and the strength of his might is that um, that same Greek word, be strong, is what Abraham was strengthened to believe. So I need to draw strength to believe. I live in a world of doubt. I live in a world that feels like what? Uh, and sometimes you will not always have the emotional reinforcement of that. Sometimes it's just like those dark nights of the soul, which it sounds like this anonymous is in, that you just have to cling to God's word when you don't feel the emotional reinforcement. But we want to pray for that. We want to pray for other listeners that would be feeling that even now. Um, there, We are in a battle. I love that Second Thessalonians 3.3, 3, but God is faithful who will guard us from the evil one and strengthen us. We pray that for this precious person today. We pray that for all of us, you know, and no matter how much person knows, like you have a, a very Bible genius in, in uh, Michael Rodelnik, but he would say he's in a battle too. And, you know, he appreciates prayer and depending upon the faithfulness of God to guard him and strengthen him. So that would be a, a few things I would say to this precious person. And we thank you for them sharing their heart with us. Yeah. What is the... What is the downside of going by feeling in prayer that you, you know, because one day you, you, you feel great, you know, and, and, right. and you feel like you've had connection with God. And then the next day, not necessarily a spiritual warfare thing, but just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not feeling as connected as I did yesterday. And I'm looking for the, <laughs> I'm looking for the feeling. How, how do you deal with that? 
Well, there's so many different things. I mean, God tells us to rejoice always. And obviously, you, joy can be experienced in a lot of different emotions. You know, uh, there's circumstances will affect your emotions. How you feel physically will affect your emotions. That's part of life. Uh, but God tells us we can anchor upon him who does not change. His truth does not change. That's what enables us. You know, think of think of these things, even as you think of Thanksgiving, you know, because uh, all the attributes of God, but God is sovereign and he's good. OK, if, if those things were not ever if for one second, not true, you could not in everything give thanks. I think I think of another thing is God is gracious. Uh, salvation is by grace. That means I can never deserve it. Anything I ever receive in life other than judgment is due to God's grace. I think if you agree, if you understand that by end of that, then you can really day by day see every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every moment of kindness, every mouthful of food, every moment of health. Um, so is a gift of God. Yes. You know what has helped me in the last few weeks, even the, the guests that I've talked with on, on my program, the, the theme has been you don't have to be somebody else when you pray. In fact, yeah. God doesn't want, and that's, you look at the psalmist, God does not want you to be somebody else when you pray. He wants you to bring, and so uh, yourself to the to the prayer closet or wherever you're praying. And so right. just being able to say, Father, I don't feel connected with you like I did the other day, and I want to feel that, but I don't. And I'm just, I'm, I'm confessing that to you today, but I'm coming here out of obedience and, and, you know, just pouring out your heart and saying, this is where I am. God wants to hear that, doesn't he? You know, and, and that's the book, you know, How to Resurrect Today Prayer Life. It, it's how the God's spirit helps us. We aren't in this by ourselves, but God's spirit wants to enable us to know our heart and pray our heart. I like the quote that I often quote, you've probably heard me on C.S. Lewis's quote, the prayer that precedes all prayers is this, let it be the real I who speak, let it be the real thou I speak to. And that's exactly what you're saying, Chris. But you know, that sounds simple, but not only in public prayer, sometimes we try to be somebody we're not, even in private prayer, you know, for God to grab a hold of, if you have struggle with fear, God wants to enable you to talk to him about that fear. If you're struggling with, with anger, God wants you to talk to him and say, God, I need your, your healing hand upon this hurt that's turning to fear. So God is the most, you can be more intimate with him than any other person in the world. And we need people to be intimate with. Um, but God never has a bad day. Uh, you can always trust to him and come to him and come boldly, come with freedom to his throne of grace. Yeah. Uh, Tricia tells me that someone has emailed this verse and is praying for Michael you can use this first Peter five ten. Now the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will personally restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. And the kind of suffering that Peter's talking about there, there there's an awful lot of suffering going on in that first century, and there's a lot of persecution and believers being killed because they named the name of Christ. But I think right. you can apply that, the God of all grace, uh, mm -hmm. to someone who's going through this kind of physical struggle, right? Amen. Amen. Yes. That's a great verse. Yeah. Thank, thank that lifter for sending that. Let's go to Panama City, Florida. David is on the line. David, why did you call today? Hi, Chris. Hi, Bill. Thank you for your ministries. As my wife, Maxie, and I enter into the intercessory prayer ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us, and 
into the intercessory prayer ministry of God, the Holy Spirit, that intercedes mm-hmm. for us according to God's will. Maxie and I are praying for Eva and Michael, Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Psalm 103, mm-hmm. verses 1 through 5, and I'm reading from the New American Standard, 95 edition. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all of your iniquities, who heals all of your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Maxie and I first met Michael and Eva in 1999 at To the Jew First in the New Millennium in New York City. And we know them through the Lausanne Consultation on Jewish Evangelism. We also um, came to faith through Chosen People Ministries like Michael. And uh, I also studied under Dr. John Salehammer four years at Southeastern Seminary. And the first teaching that we heard uh, Michael teach in New York City at To the Jew First uh, was about the canonical scenes of the Torah, and he just did a fabulous job, and God knit our hearts mm-hmm. to Michael and Eva from that moment, and we're kitchen table partners, and we're praying for Michael and Eva <laughs> and the Rydelnik family. Thank you. Uh, uh, David, you I love much. it. I'm from the Southeast, so I know exactly where Panama City, Florida is. <laughs> well, that's the Riviera. For anybody in Alabama, you go to Panama City, right? right? <laughs> David, thank you. Psalm so add that to your prayer list, folks. Psalm one hundred three verses one through five. First Peter five ten. I hope you're keeping track of all of these because there's there's something going on here, and and I hope that as uh, Michael and Eva hear this, if they're listening now or if they listen later on, that they'll sense that family feeling and the love that is coming from the folks who are listening in here today to open line with dr michael rodelnik moody radio's bible study across america chris fabry in for dr rodelnik with dr bill thrasher more to come straight ahead In 2 Peter 3.16, Peter says Paul has written some things that are hard to understand. That's why Alan Johnson's book, Romans, Everyday Bible Commentary, is so helpful. It provides clear explanations that will enhance our understanding of this important letter, and it offers practical application for our own lives, too. When you give a gift of any size to OpenLine, I'll send you a copy of Romans, Everyday Bible Commentary, just to say thank you. Call 888 888- Six four four seven one two two, or visit openlineradio.org. This is Open Line with Dr. Michael Rodelnik, Chris Fabry sitting in on this Bible study across America with Dr. Bill Thrasher, who is author, graduate professor of Bible and theology at Moody Theological Seminary, author of How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life, and putting God back in the holidays. If you go to the website, you're going to see those right there. We've been talking about these verses to pray for someone who's going through the the deep waters, the hard thing in life. Could be a physical thing, might be financial or emotional. But as we move to Thanksgiving, there's a book that you've written, the Putting God Back in the Holidays. I got an email from Dr. Thrasher this week 
I'm on his list, and you can be there too. He says, as we prepare for Thanksgiving, consider the brief seven-day Thanksgiving project I outline in pages 88 to 90 in my book, Putting God Back in the Holidays. So we can't do the whole seven days, Dr. Thrasher, but we can do at least a few of these. So what are you suggesting as we head toward Thanksgiving Day? You know, if it was just very unburdensome way, just take start out with your own loved ones and, and write their names down and just say, what is it that I can thank God for for this person? And uh, and then uh, have I ever really expressed that to them? Even as another day, I guess you'd expand that list beyond just your family to people that you have acquaintances with. Um uh, your hairdresser, your barber, your mechanic or whatever. I know. And then it's a great witness. I, I was doing this myself and I was really prompted to write a letter to my barber thanking him. And uh, I, in this case, I, I included a, a track on heaven to it. Um, and so uh, that's one thing. Uh, just expressing gratitude. I like our first president that I served under, uh, Dr. George Sweeting. He says, seldom resist a generous impulse. Um, I pray in your gatherings or that you have, in a sense, at least express gratitude to each other. Never be afraid to do that. I have another day where you just go about the day meditating on uh, the verse that says, in everything, give thanks. Uh, in everything, give thanks. I remember a person doing that. And they were brushing their teeth. They said, Lord, I, I've never thanked you for my toothbrush. They kept brushing their teeth. Lord, I've never thanked you for my teeth. <laughs> you know, there's there's <laughs> things that, you know, that thanking God in everything. And like I say, when you think about those attributes of God is good, God is sovereign, and God is gracious. We had touched on that just a moment ago, if you were with us. The idea that anything I receive in life, other than judgment, which I've earned, is due to the grace of God. And so uh, uh, another, the, the last day, the climax is thank, have a time to thank God for the particularly difficult things in your life. Uh, things that, you know, I wouldn't have asked for, you know, God, how in your sovereignty can you overrule that for good? Even things that weren't good in and of themselves. But those processing that Thanksgiving um, is a very, very helpful thing. As I said, Thanksgiving, we've alerted to this, is one of the most powerful spiritual, even if you're going through a hard time. I remember there was a dear student. I I was going through a situation where I really had a burden for the student that was resisting counsel. I knew there was a lack of integrity in their life and, and, uh, and one that you really just carry on your heart. And, and, uh, and this student told me, I said, I'd be going back in a day and this, I would think about this and it would just be put me just in such a downward spiral. This precious student, this, I still remember this guy many, many years ago. So Daniel, um, now, I think he's in California now, but he, he said, every time you get that discouraging thought, just use it as a motivation to thank and praise Jesus Christ. Satan so hates the genuine praise of Christ. If he's throwing that fire at you, that will be the, that was exactly the dose of medicine I needed. And I could give you the situation where God turned that situation around. But just to carry uh, when Paul got that that notes, you know, he had given his life to found that church of Corinth and he gets all the, the letters and the delegation that came to him, all the things that were going on. How did he start that letter? He says, I thank God for you that he's given you every spiritual gift. It's hard to deal with somebody effectively that you aren't grateful for. Now, he will deal with those things as he goes through the, 
letter to the Corinthians. They're messing up the spiritual gifts. They have the wrong emphasis and everything else. And he addresses that. But thanksgiving is a way to carry the burdens on your heart in a way that helps you trust it to God. I could give other illustrations of that, too. But thanksgiving is a powerful spiritual weapon in our warfare. Yes. And that, you know, to think of it that way as a weapon to fight back, that right. First Thessalonians 5.18, people right. say, I want to know God's will for my life. I don't know what God's will. Why won't he show me his will? Well, there it is. Give thanks in everything for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So what if there's a person listening right now and on Thanksgiving Day or thereabouts, they're going to be in the presence of somebody that they don't mm-hmm. really, who rubs them the wrong way or for whatever sure. reason. How do right. they prepare their heart now for what's going to happen next week? Well, you know, that's a very real thing. And, and that's, uh, you know, you, you, I would say probably ask other people that you know to be praying for you in regard to that. And Lord, help me to be a light in this difficult situation. God, would you give me a a love for this person, even though they may not respond to it, uh, even though they don't deserve it? And we're talking about you have the resource of God's spirit, or it would be cruel for God to ask you to to behave correctly in that situation. Uh, You can't do it. I mean, you know, they often told a story that probably all our listeners have heard of the Corey Ten Boom, as you went back uh, to talk about forgiveness to the people uh, that had so cruelly treated them and uh, and the, the prison guard that had, you know, beaten her sister, her godly sister, Betsy, came up to her. Oh, I need what you said. I need forgiveness. And she said, oh, God, help me. Uh, and she said, before I knew what I was doing, I had my hand in his and said, I forgive you. If you, you take that dynamic out, we can't make it on those situations. It may not be as dramatic as somebody has beaten our sister or whatever. Um, but we need that help. We need that supernatural help for God to go before you. And, you know, as you wait upon God, as you believe God for that, God wants you to give you a track record that what you're not in there by yourself. He, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to go before you. I'm going to be with you. Uh, and so it, it's really sometimes we have to let go of the bitterness. Uh, bitterness is deadly. And it's just a miracle of God. We all are bitter. Uh, so let's pray in a sense for the gatherings or whatever. We all have our challenges and we know people know how to push our button and maybe we're on other people's list. We know how to push theirs. I don't know, <laughs> exactly. but um, we do pray for that person. That's a very real thing. And I wouldn't want that person to think that's isolated. No, that's, that's very common. Yes. And sometimes, sometimes it's just, instead of thinking the worst about what's going to happen, try to think the best of them and be open to them and to listen to them rather than trying to correct them, especially about or, or something that goes on. Dr. Asher, this has been a great hour, and I will commend to our listeners, we have it linked at the website, How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life, as well as Putting God Back in the Holidays. I can feel it from your calls here today about Dr. Redelnik, who had surgery about 11 days ago, and he's decided to take the next couple of months, rest of November, all of December, and come back with you in January. That's why I've been here. There'll be more great hosts coming in the next few weeks. But thank you for listening, for calling, for praying. For Tricia, Bob, Chris, Courtney, Lynn, thank you. OpenLineRadio.org is the website. And remember, Open Line with Dr. Michael Radonik is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.